Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer AME Church in Detroit, Michigan, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Located in the heart of the Motor City, we are a family where love makes the difference in our worship, in our community, and hopefully within you. More information on our programs and services found on our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Thank you for joining our podcast. Beloved, today we have gathered to remember when Jesus kept his promise and sent the Comforter, or Holy Spirit, to his disciples. For we read in Luke 24 and 49, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Since Pentecost is the Greek word for 50, and as the Shavuot occurs 50 days after the first day of Passover, it was referred to as Pentecost in the Christian Bible. The holiday is also known as the Feast of Weeks since it is celebrated seven weeks or 50 days after Passover. But also, this is the Memorial Day weekend. And Memorial Day will officially be celebrated on tomorrow. Memorial Day is a day which those who died in active military service are remembered. Traditionally observed on May 30th, but now officially observed on the last Monday in May. Wherefore, our text, let us listen to these words found in the first four verses of the second chapter of Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We are preaching this morning from the subject, the birth of the church the birth of the church. What is the common thread which permeates these two special events? I contend the common thread is divine power. Even though the military personnel we remember lost their lives, many of them would not have been effective service persons without power coming from on high. The same holds true for the disciples. There are writings outside of the Bible that have been handed down to us by people who lived on the second, third, and fourth centuries of this era. 
which states that many of the apostles were crucified, beheaded, and otherwise martyred for their beliefs. However, before these disciples lost their lives, they were effective evangelists. And how were they effective? They were effective because they had power from on high. This power has been referred to by different names. Comforter, Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. More importantly, we're talking about power that comes from the Lord. The apostles had been with Jesus for a three-year ministry, yet they did not have power to carry out the Great Commission, which we find in Matthew 28, 19, and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Well, what about the birth of the church? What about this power from on high? What about this thing we call the Holy Ghost? Training without power is like a pound cake without butter. Persons might have studied for three years in a seminary or Bible college, but still cannot preach or teach because they lack power. Musicians have studied in conservatories and music schools and gotten a degree, but are never successful because they don't have any power. There's the Berkeley School of Music that's in Boston where I serve, as well as the New England Conservatory, and most of the folks that come to Berkeley, if they graduate, they don't make it as performers well because those musicians that come there who really got the power and know what they're doing, they are picked up and on the road with nationally known musicians because they got the power. You can't get this power in a classroom. You can't get this power by someone bestowing it upon you. This power comes from the Lord and you must be in contact with the Lord to get this power. Brothers and sisters, Bishop Blake, the former presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ, we were in seminary together even though he was older and it was Bishop Blake that really pushed for Church and God in Christ preachers to get a theological education. A few years ago, they had the graduating class at BU, and the majority of those getting their PhD degrees in religion from the Church of God in Christ. It was amazing to so many folk. But Doc, who used to be the organist here, who's gone on to glory, he said, Pastor, let me tell you something. While we got the learning, we didn't forget the burning. And I'm saying to you today, my brothers and sisters, on Pentecost Sunday, no matter how many degrees you get from man, you better make sure that you get that power that comes from the Lord. Because there will come a time in your life when the sheepskin on the wall cannot help you nor save you. When you feel depressed, when your back 
has been against the wall when things don't seem to work out. Oh yes, I deal with Paul Tillich and Bootman and Bonhoeffer, but when my heart is aching, my mind is troubled. I can't go to Bonhoeffer, I can't go to Tillich, I can't go to Mootman or Bootman. I got to go to the Lord. The Lord has that power that only he can dispense that can resurrect you when you're at your low moment. Brother John Green, you're seeing some of the finest doctors in the world, and we thank God for that. But don't you forget there's a Holy Ghost power that can move you like nothing else. I'm telling you today, my brothers and sisters, there's some things in life that only the power that comes from on high can see you through. Secondly, this power from on high came upon the disciples during Pentecost, and this was the beginning of the Christian church. Listen, in Matthew 16, we read that after Peter had answered Jesus, when Jesus inquired about who do men say that I am, and it was Peter who said that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, and Jesus said, Peter, upon your confession of faith upon this rock, because the root word for Peter is his name, one for rock, Petros, upon your confession of faith, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hold on now, listen. Didn't Jesus say to Peter, I will? That's future tense. I will build my church. But on the day of Pentecost, it was not that Jesus will. The church was born. The church was built. You can have building funds. You can have architects. You can have marketing plans. But if there is no Holy Ghost, the church cannot survive. You need the Holy Ghost before you even start trying to build the church. How is it that years ago, when many of our forefathers did not have much education, did not have much money. But not only did they build great churches, but they built institutions of higher learning where our black kids could go to school like a Morris Brown and a Paul Quinn and a Wilberforce. The question is, how did they do it? i tell you how they did it. Not because of their bank account. i tell you how they did it not because of their intellect. I tell you how they did it. Because they would come together in small groups and there might just be two or three, but they understood the words of the master where there are two or three gathered together, there I will be with you. And when they got together, they began to pray. They began to sing and they began to be the recipient of Holy Ghost power. Ebenezer, I don't care what kind of technology, what kind of a building, what kind of an instrument. Preachers, I don't care what kind of robes we wear. I don't care how we look, but oh Lord, I want the Holy Ghost power that comes down from on high. For if you got that, there's nothing that Satan can do to turn the church around or keep us from going forward. Well, finally, 
Many churches today are in the intensive care unit of the hospital because the power has been cut off. Too many churches are egocentric instead of Christocentric. That is, folks talking about, look what I have done. Look what program I lead. Instead of talking about, look what the Lord has done through us and understanding that yes, we can do all things because of Christ Jesus. Too many churches have their power cut off because they're bickering over little things. Members not tithing. There is the gossip meal instead of the gospel meal. We find that there are too many people who are complacent and lackadaisical in their prayer life. But old Ebenezer on this day, Pentecost Sunday and this Memorial Day weekend, I want to know, do y'all want the power that's from on high? You can take all of the excedrin you want to. You can take all of the medicine, yes, that the doctor has prescribed. But unless you get in contact with the Lord, it's not going to do you any good at all. I don't know about you, but I don't know about you, but I don't want to be charged with assisting in the death of a church. Modern technology is good and fine, but you better have the Holy Ghost. You can have beautiful decorum, that's fine, but you better have the Holy Ghost. You can have gorgeous robes, fine, but you better have the Holy Ghost. You can have a trained staff, fine, but you better have the Holy Spirit. All of this starts with us, not my mama, not my daddy, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my sister, not my brother, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. We need to change the words, not my title, not my gifts, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of the Holy Ghost. I got news for you on this day that that Holy Ghost power is real. Some of us have become so sophisticated, we don't want to call it the Holy Ghost. We want to call it the Holy Spirit, or we just want to say power that's from on high. But do I have anybody here today who's ever been tired, weary, worn, and you didn't know now how you were going to make it? but you experience the power from on high. Do I have anybody here today? You've had problems in your own family. Children worrying you to death. Can't have any peace in the household. And you sometimes don't know how you're gonna make it. You can make it with power that's from on high. Do I have anybody here where your mind has been confused? You didn't know some days up from down. You didn't know in from out, but somehow in a miraculous way, you found that you were delivered. You know how? Because of that power that comes from on high. Now, some of you might drive an electric automobile and you have to go to a special hookup where you can plug in to get that electric power. Some of you might have a regular automobile and you can pull up to the gas station and you've got to get regular or premium gasoline. 
But let me tell you about the power that's from on high. You don't have to go to a special gas station. You don't have to go to a special hookup. But wherever you might be, you can say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, or whither shall I go? And the God and the Lord I serve, so mighty, so powerful, he can step out on the balcony of heaven any time of the day or night. And when he mixes together that Holy Ghost power, he can pour it from glory and you can feel it falling on you. When the disciples got the Holy Ghost power on Pentecost, the Bible said that people began to speak in different tongues. It wasn't that they were speaking foreign languages, but there were those who had traveled to other parts of the country and there were other dialects that were spoken there. But when the Holy Ghost came, everybody was able to understand what was going on in their own language. They tell me, I wish I could have been there, that there were some folks who thought that the disciples were drunk. They weren't drunk. They were just filled with the Holy Spirit. So if you want to call me a drunk because I got the Holy Ghost, call me whatever you want, but I'm going to be high for the Lord. If you're going to look at me like I'm crazy because I got the Holy Ghost, call me a fool. Call me crazy if you want to, but I'm happy to be crazy for the Lord on this day. The birth of the church. The church was not born without the Holy Ghost. The church could not stay alive without the Holy Ghost. And the church will not continue to grow without the Holy Ghost or the power that's from on high. So I pray, beloved, that none of you will become so sophisticated that you are embarrassed or ashamed to admit that you need power that comes from on high. That's the only way that you can carry out your deeds and you can be successful. Stand to your feet, please. Getting ready now to open the doors of the church. And it's a strange thing about this Holy Ghost where you don't need much but if you just let your little light shine, and if everybody would just let their little light shine, oh, what a difference this world would be. It would be the manifestation of Holy Ghost power. This little light of mine. Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Join us for our live stream worship services. You can access the live stream and also follow us on our social media. Information on our programs and services, go to our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Love makes the difference.